Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. I'm your host, Bess Ellis. And I'm your host, Sarah Flory. Hello. Hello. We are coming to you from Chicago, a housewives free zone, we like to call it. And they could never do the Real Housewives of Chicago. No. I don't think people care about themselves quite enough. It would be so boring here. It would be so boring. So we feel like we can offer perspectives on these ladies because. Midwest sensibilities. Midwest sensibilities. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So episode two, we're we, coming fresh off of our episode one of Vicki Gunvalson. We've got another big one for you guys today. We, we thought we'd just do like two big ones in a row at least, and then we'll kind of maybe coast for a bit on some, on some people. You know, I got to say, I was really nervous about this one. I was terrified about this one. We're covering... The Sonia Tremont Morgan today. Sonia Tremont Morgan. Lady Morgan herself. And I... I don't know how I feel about her. Sometimes I love her, and other times I just don't feel safe around her. She scares me. Right. I mean, what I think about her is, after a couple of weeks of researching her, is that I know... I feel that I know everything about her, and also nothing. Nothing. At the same time... Guys, I I find myself pretty savvy as a Google searcher. However, this episode, I could find very little about her. She has scrubbed the internet clean of her past. Of certain things, yeah. Of certain things, she's definitely scrubbed. So we're going to take you through the journey that we have found, what we've been able to find. We're going to do some moments. We're going to talk about lifestyle a little bit. Burning questions. And truth be told, this could almost be a two-part episode. There's a lot to cover with her. I mean, I was very overwhelmed. But some of the best Real Housewives of New York episodes, going back and watching some of these, oh, what a I delight. mean, involved Sonia. And it was the golden age the of golden Housewives age. of New York. So cheers. cheers. We're going to cheers. Do our clink of the glass. We've got our abundance candle lit. And here we go. Here so. We go. Going to start out with once upon a time, there was a little girl named Sonia Tremont. She was born November 25th, 1963 in Albany, New York. She's an upstater. Her childhood and family are a bit of a mystery, as we stated before. She's really hard to find anything about. I believe she had a single mother, not 100% sure, possibly three siblings, I think she mentioned at one point, I couldn't find it, that she was named after Sonia Henney, the famous figure skater. Then we kind of go sort of flat on Sonia. We kind of don't know any of this middle portion. Another biblical reference like Jesus, we just skipped to year 33. We skipped to year 33. We find out she had studied marketing at FIT. Do Do you think she graduated from there? Unclear. Unclear. She... Allegedly modeled in Paris and Milan? What do we... For whom? I'm not sure. I also found out from watching an episode that she stated that she lived for five years in Italy. 
with a count. And I'm thinking to myself, Did she are mean- you Luann? Yeah. Did you, are, are you Luann? She I told don't. Aviva that. Anyway, so she allegedly modeled in Paris and Milan. She was a hostess at many fine New York restaurants before marrying her, her husband. Uh, I think that she called it being a maitre d' and a consultant, but I think she was a hostess. She was a hostess. She was a hostess. She was the hostess with the mostess, but she also stated she was a weekly fashion critic for Star Magazine. She has her now, hand could in a lot of I things. find any articles that she had written about anything for Star Magazine? No. When you Google Sonia Morgan Star Magazine, you just come up with articles about her. So she's five foot seven. Her net worth, according to celebrity net worth, is allegedly eight million dollars. More now, than Vicky Gunvalson? I see more? I feel like it's all the she townhouse, maybe has right? a, it's all gotta be the townhouse. It's she's no liquid it's all whatsoever. The no liquid. Not a not an ounce of fat. Also, going back to her height at 5'7", I have a hard time thinking you were really a model in Paris and Milan at 5'7". That's a very good point. I wonder if she like met a guy who was like, I need you to model these pictures for me, and now she's suddenly a model. I also wonder, like, that's what Luann did. And Luann was a model, and she did live in Italy, and she did marry a count, so... Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was also a ho- game show hostess. Well, can't wait for the Luann. Anyway, Sonia's life motto is live each day as if you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. That sounds like her. And I think she does. Yeah. I think she does. She's she's not scared of really much. Every day is a new adventure in Every Sonia's day world. Is a new adventure. So she was married to John Adams Morgan, allegedly worth one hundred million dollars. That's accurate. She was married to him from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand six. The way she That's airplane, sorry. Yeah, sorry, because her airplane sounds. Sorry. The way she talks about her marriage, you would have thought they were married for thirty-eight years. You would have thought oh they were God. Mario and Ramona. Wow. Yeah, and she was his fourth wife. He has been married five times. Currently married to someone named Connie. They met while she was a hostess at the restaurant San Pietro. Do permanently you know? closed. Permanently closed. Okay. They ran later into each other in Aspen. Don't know what she was doing there. Probably just flitting about. Trying to find someone. Trying to find someone. They had dinner, and she said that he proposed to her that night in Aspen. And they share a daughter, Quincy Adams Morgan, who was born in 2000. And just recently, I think last week, graduated from University of Pennsylvania it's believed that Sonia's marriage to John Adams Morgan ended because of infidelity on her part. I uh, believe that he was sick and she was in like Saint Tropez and like didn't want to come home. I mean, this guy is significantly older than her. He is currently 92. Oof. How old is she? Oh, well, I guess if we did math, we'd be able to figure that out. Is she 1963? Does that mean she's 60 this year? She's 60 this <gasps> year. Going to be. Looks fabulous. Sorry for the bad math, but that <laughs> should be an easy one to figure out. So John Adams Morgan is 92, and she's just turning 60. That's pretty insane. Uh, who is he? Who is this guy? So he was an Amer- American sailor and Olympian, Olympic champion. I think you know, some kind of boating. That's some wealthy kind some of athletics shit. that you get to do. Founder, it says he is the founder and chairman of Morgan Joseph. So probably an offshoot of 
J.P. Yeah. Morgan. His father co-founded Morgan Stanley and great-grandfather was J.P. Morgan. So this is a is a significant and important American family. I'm almost shocked he's only worth $100 million. Well, mm. Mm. It depends how many siblings you have to like. When you when you dig into the divorce, though, there was a section about it, which we'll get into maybe uh, in the lifestyle section, that talks about her divorce and the, one of the reasons why she came out of that with so much, you know, having to declare bankruptcy and not having enough money to support the townhouse, th- this and that is well, because he's also had four divorces his, too. She got three million in the divorce, and he kind of like just never paid her because he said he was destitute. They were, con- so, she was constantly, I think this divorce battle went on for years and years. I think it was about five or six years. And she considers that one of her great accomplishments, really, getting through that whole process of getting divorced to a very wealthy person. She considers it really a business accomplishment. You know what? I'll give it I'll to give, her. I'll give it to her. Cheers. So that is really what we know. And it's, there's a lot of holes. There's a lot of holes. And I I don't think we'll ever solve them. I think she thinks it's all true. I think, really, she just came to life, really, once she got married to a Morgan. That's that's when she was born. That's when she was really born. So we can start there. So she started on season three, episode seven. So she didn't even come in until the middle of season three. She came into season three. We found out she was originally supposed to be on season one. But she was going through the divorce at the time. Her daughter was really young at the time. Right. She was not ready for it yet. So she dropped out due to that messy divorce. How do you think she would have been on in season one? Mm. With Alex and Simon in the beginning and... Bethany. Early Bethany. Bethany. Early Bethany. Poor Bethany. Poor Bethany. She probably would have kind of jilled she, Bethany. She would have taken her under her wing and said, I don't know. No, she, I feel like she just wants to clone Luann. After hearing all of her like adventures, I think she kind of like takes parts of other people's lives and makes them her own. You know what? You have a good point. So she started in at season three. She was allegedly getting it four hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars per year. I think that was peak. I think That's that peak. was more like in the end. Probably the reason why they fired all of these New York women and replaced them. They were on for too long. 465K. Not per episode. I think that was no, per no, year. No, no, no. Per year. Per, per year. year. For sure. That's probably Per year. That's a good salary. So, okay. So she started in season three. And should we go over a little bit of the taglines? Let's I do it. I know you like to do the taglines. I love lines. a tagline. Okay. I so season look at these. three and four, those were the same ones. I have a taste for luxury. And luxury has a taste for me. Mm, I love that one. It's, it's yeah. Classic. I'll never forget when she came on with that one like halfway through the season and she's wearing that pink and red oh. pink and red silk dress. I got to say, and Sonia to me is one of the most beautiful housewives. Beautiful. She really beautiful. is. Beautiful. Season 5. A little Sonia will spice up any party. Mm. Season 6. Trying to do Sonia in the city. Oh, season 6. Sometimes Sonia has to go commando. What can I say? Don't have any clue, but I love it. Yeah. Oh, here's Season seven. My yacht may have sailed, but my ship is coming in. Hmm. One day. One day. Season eight. If being Sonia is so wrong, why does it feel so right? Hmm. Yeah. Solid. Oh, this is my favorite one right here. I'm just spoiler alert. Season nine. There's nothing gray about my gardens. 
they were alluding to the fact that she's a bit of a little lady. She's or a, a big She's a bit. Of, <laughs> who more, is one of my favorite characters of all time? More than a bit. Season ten. I'm not just my. I'm not just a last name. I'm a legacy. Oof. This is when she. This is the Morgan Letters era. This Ooh. is her wearing those sad loafer shoes with the French sole shoes with the with the crest on them. That Dorinda. She sells those on her website. Oh, good. Season eleven. People call me over the top, but lately I prefer being a bottom. I don't know about that. Oh Ugh. my goodness. I don't remember this tagline at all. I have to say. Season 12. I'm no one's accessory. I'm a whole lifestyle brand. Whew. Again, I, these, are, these are reaching. This is the Gurov era. Season 13. Just like New York City, Sonia Morgan never goes out of style. I like that one. That's fine. But then... It went out of style. And oh. out of production. <laughs> and out of production. And on permanent pause. Permanent pause. What's your favorite tagline? Oh, God. This is... Here's one thing I'll say. I actually believe, unlike probably 99% of other housewives, that she writes her own taglines. These are handwritten by her. You know what? Yeah, I'll give that to you. I don't think it's, you know, Kyle Richards is not writing her own. No. But she has a quick wit. I so think no. she's right. She said, I want to do it myself. She's a real DIYer. So she did this on her own. Is that, is say... that a way of calling her cheap? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she keeps those tags on her outfit. Oh, she and does. Then I watched that them. one. Oh, yeah. She said it was because she likes to remember the good sale she got. The good price she paid. I hope they don't smell like her when she goes back Ooh. to return them the next day. Okay, so, ooh, I'm going to say, okay, I've got two. I, I like the original. I have a taste for luxury, and luxury has a taste for me. Okay. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just shot out of a cannonball. It's crazy. And then I like, there's nothing great about my gardens. I love that one. I love that one. In her filthy, decrepit house. That townhouse is actually, like, a housewife. The ho- it is. It's it's one of the major major things I think of, that we love about her. It's constantly her. on the market. Yeah. So should we get into like a little bit about lifestyle? Let's do it. Townhouse, kind of what we have going on here. Yes. With her. So okay, the townhouse. I guess we'll we'll just start there, right? Absolutely. Is you that have to. is that good? So it's on the Upper East Side. John and Sonia Morgan paid $9.1 million in 1998. Was the parking lot next to it then, do you think? I am not sure. Unclear. It is next to a paid public parking garage. It's 4,500 square feet. Huge. Just Uh, all going up. Oh, it's like five floors. Like each floor is... I took two separate... Tours. She has many online YouTube tours. Mm-hmm. The one I recommend is when um, she has done the renovations to putting most things in neutrals. She's gotten rid of that horrible red carpet on the staircase that we all see her coming down and going up all the time because the elevator is that either elevator. in disrepair uh, or uh, she's using it to store cleaning products. <laughs> so it's Gilded Age, okay. built in 1890. I think the reason why she can't, she wants to sell it for the money, obviously. She's trying to sell it for like seven, maybe seven, nine, like a million. The amount of work that needs to go into that townhouse. Yeah. The amount of work. That's a gut rehab. 
she's obviously she can't part with the memories associated with material things and this is one of those things she cannot part with it um she she, rents it out too she did she did for the the season that she lived she put herself over in the columbus circle and she rented out for thirty two thousand dollars a month i think that only rented for a year then she went back in when it was COVID, because she just could not it's fathom herself It's truly her else. albatross, is this townhouse. So she really, really fashions herself a Ms. Fix-It in this townhouse. As I said, she's a DIYer. She's plunging toilets. She's doing it. I believe she does it. I There's believe she so, does it. And I believe why... Because she's too cheap to hire help. I don't think she's a DIYer. Think, well, she's just so cheap. I think she is cheap, but I think that she also has so many overwhelming repairs that she's got to like be handy enough to like do some stuff because didn't she have that basement flooding and she has like basement so has much flooded stuff in there because she also can't part with those things just she's a just hoarder. old outfits from the 90s that was truly her era the 90s by the way um yeah her elevators as i said out of service using it to store cleaning products she really thinks of herself as this is her greatest place to host is in her townhome. She fancies herself as a host. Do you think she's a good hostess? Yes. I actually think she is. Until she has a, a little bit... Too much to drink? Too much to drink. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't mind guests staying with her. I think she also... Yes, she, she doesn't. She doesn't. You have to be thanking her and worshipping her so much to get to stay with her. Tinsley? You have to want to sit in her weird green kitchen and have her cook... You have to be you. thanking her the entire time. You've got to be giving her gifts. You've got to be doing it under her way. A little bit more about this. She calls the famous garden area in the back her Shangri-La from her busy lifestyle. And apparently that garden can hold up to 250 people. That's That's, no. She says. I don't believe that. Dining room is hand-painted silk. Very special. Actually, I kind of like says. that. Hand-painted silk. She goes into a little bit about the parquet flooring, which <sighs> I can't remember, but it's something also special. Kitchen, the goal is awful green. That kitchen is horrendous in its kitchen. That kitchen has the goal of bringing the outside in. It is not renovated. This green marbles. This this place is a money pit. This place is a money pit. The tour pit. of the bathroom, honestly, all I'll say about it is it left me waiting for the clawfoot tub to fall through the floor like in the money pit movie. <laughs> honestly, I thought it was going to. I will say, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed this particular and I, I gotta find the, the right YouTube date for you, but I'll say this renovation to neutrals and getting rid of the some of the old She's only colors, half done it. She's halfway done it, but it helped. It helped a bit. Okay, so that's the townhouse. What do you think about her fashion? I actually think she dresses really well. I think she has think really she good taste too. in clothing. She's never over the top. She doesn't look out of place when she's traveling. I, I actually think she has really good taste. And she doesn't taste. do like... The one thing that I really love about these New York women, especially back in the day, but I think still now, is they weren't... They were just kind of there was not glam there wasn't eyelashes there wasn't too much makeup there wasn't a, a sprayed you, new york doesn't need it new york is probably one of the most beautiful casts agree i think her fashion's definitely upper east side blazer and jeans I, my favorite part about her style is that her she was very like charlotte york kind of in her style but then her hair was always like in a messy 
clip. Oh, it's it's effortless. Or a low, messy ponytail, but she still looked great. Do you remember that giant Russian hat that she would yes. wear? Yes. <laughs> Coming right from working out. Throw that Russian hat on and go to lunch. She's um, a natural beauty, though. Natural man. beauty. Okay, so international lifestyle brand. Oof, she's got, she is worldwide, baby. Okay, so... You don't even know where to start because she she's so scatterbrained with it. When she first started talking about her brands, she had toaster oven, Canadian soccer team. So this is what her... Okay, so when I went to Sonia Morgan online, which is where I'd previously gotten recipes and things that she had to do toaster with Toaster oven recipes? Toaster oven, her Sonia Morgan New York collection that she did at Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. So I went to that website and... It seems like they didn't pay the bill. So that is gone. That is defunct. That is gone. So what we have now, I'm like, okay, where's the football team? Where's the tipsy girl? Where's the toaster oven? So what we have now is a website called Sonia Productions, I believe. And this is what she says is on the site, like her endeavors. We have Sonia in your city tour. So we can just get her in our city. So we can get her doing her one-woman show, I guess. We have Sonia Sangria. I had no idea. Red and white. Don't know why. I don't see her as much of a sangria drinker. So there's no tipsy girl on this site. We have French sole shoes. Huh. Huh. What does that mean? (laughs) I think it's those those velvet shoes that said Stam on them. Oh, God. She... So she sells those. Not sure if it's actually part of the Sony Morgan collection. She says she does live calls and videos. She's available for that. So cameo? Cameo. <laughs> and actually, her cameo is $99. I would pay $99 I would, for too. It's, one of, it's on the higher end. I bet she does a good she, job because she, she just d- rambles she's and rambles. one of the highest paid on cameo. So I think that's where she's getting her money. OnlyFans. She's doing OnlyFans. She is. She's on many charities and boards. Oh, Some always. abroad. I'm not going to go into them. And then we have Welcome to Crappy Lake with Sonia and Luann. What do we know about Welcome to Crappy Lake? It's coming out in July. It's filmed in Illinois. It's going to be the simple life with these two crazy ladies. Yeah. I think it's at Benton, Illinois, someplace I've never heard of. She did have her fashion line at Century 21 for a while before the pandemic hit. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the fashion line. Because that's probably... Okay, we saw the most of the toaster oven... And the fashion line. We saw a box of a toaster oven. Correct. That's all we got was a box. Do we think that the toaster oven ever was actually... She never was serious about it. This is a fraud business. She did that for the show, thinking she could just do it for the show, and that was going to just be her storyline. She was never serious about it. I don't she think had so zero either. intention, which is actually too bad. I think that would have been like a great little. She could have great. catapulted so that the, into yeah. other products. So the only thing I can come up with is that it was all a fake storyline, and she never actually intended it. To Much be to Heather's chagrin, Heather was like really dead serious about getting her. Heather got her. I'll hook you up with the right marketing people. I've got a graphic designer. I've got a box designer. I've got all of the stuff. Even Josh Takeman. Josh Takeman was involved. Ramona tried to help her. Bethany. She could have made it into something if she wanted to. So the only conclusion I can come up with is that she's the Brooks Ayers. What Brooks Ayers is to cancer, <laughs> Sonia is to... Toaster oven. She didn't want to go to City of Hope. She did not want to go to City of Hope. Because if she went to City of Hope, she would be found out. She Am I wrong? Ju- 
She, the only job she wants is to be on this show. She does not want other jobs. And she wants to make it interesting. Correct. She does not want other jobs. She just wants to be promoted. I promote people. I'm a brand. I promote people. I'm a brand. That is Sonia. So Heather Thompson was Shannon Bedore. I've got the best oncologist, City of Hope. I can help you with this. Heather she Thompson her, was in it. I mean, she actually went to the photo shoot with her. And then, I mean, the it's a fraud photo shoot. So, Tipsy Girl, was that also a fraud business? Well, that was a cheater business. That was a cheater brand. But did anyone get a bottle? I don't of think it, it went to any, I don't think it came to fruition. I think if Bethany anyone has had a bottle, her. please let us know. So, and, or, or if you've had Sonia Sangria. So, then the international fashion lifestyle brand. I don't know so what we that know she means. Had, I don't really know what it means either, but she had these these characters working for her. I'm sure we all remember. There was a bald a bald gentleman with no last name. He just went by Gurov. Um, who it just seemed shady. He had Sonia speak. Uh, I remember them saying Heather Thompson and Bethany are at one point in in a room talking to Garav and this woman named Laura They were casting for the fashion show. They were going to cast. Where would you put your fashion lifestyle brand in Bloomingdale's? What would it be? Would it be next next to Calvin Klein? We're not not similar to anything else. So we'd be all off on our own. They were cracking up. That means nothing. But this Garav guy, and then he comes in later at some point when uh, I believe they're doing the financials and he has to give her some bad news to deliver some bad news about the... That they're they're not in the black. They're not in the black. So can we find Sony Morgan clothing now? Now you can now. Guess where you guys can find it? Where? Walmart. Oh. Walmart. Not quite Century 21, but fairly close. Not even Target. Not even Target. It's Walmart. She's right up there with Flower Beauty by Drew Barrymore. And I looked on there, and she's got about 21 items for sale on there. I was hoping you would say we could at least find her on, like, Home Shopping Network or... Oh, QVC. I think, she, I think she would kill it on QVC. Next to the Rena Dusters? Oh. I think she would kill it too. So what's, what's, what's she selling? She's not designing these fashions. She's basically just slapping her name on it. Slapping her name on it. It's like fast fashion. Yeah, like a bit of a charade. So the toaster oven never happened. Football team, we don't know anything about that. She currently has this sangria, the French sold shoes in the Walmart clothes, basically. She, and then she'll, you can find her on OnlyFans. She'll yell at anybody about anything. She was, she just says words too when she's fighting about all the things she's doing. Skincare, white, yellow diamond. That meant nothing. And that was a whole episode arc for her too. So what do you think? What is Sonia's, well, we're talking about lifestyle. Drink of choice. Alcohol. Correct. <laughs> Whatever you put in front of Whatever her. Whatever you I, put She's in not front like of her. a, I want like a glass of ice with a little bit of vodka and a, and a lot she of She does not have a signature She does drink. not care. I've seen her pull a Corona out of her purse. We have seen her. She's, yep, I'll She'll take drink it. it. A martini, a Something, glass of wine. I would say alcohol with a little smattering of a pill. Yeah, Some a smattering. She'll say, a, she'll say it's a vitamin. I say a Vicodin. It's too many... Uh, what did she say she was on the one time? Um, Lots of vitamins. She's always talking about vitamins. Water pills. Water pills. Water That's pills. Right. I got water so pills. drunk because of the water pills. She doesn't seem to be pinky with, picky with the alcohol, but she's also been known to abstain. 
from alcohol. She tends to abstain when they're off season. And there's sometimes she started a couple of seasons where she stopped drinking. The season they went to Mexico, she wasn't drinking until they got to tequila. I kind of like that journey for her because I think that's the journey that we all have sometimes, you know, where we're just for one reason or another, we're not drinking. She, she seems to be a good time, whether she's drinking or not. She can dial it back. She can dial it back. And she kind of owns it and wears it, and she's like, I'm not drinking right now. Do you think she's fun to drink with? Yeah. A blast. See, I think she's fun until she's not. Mm. I think she's fun to get buzzed with. She gets that third martini. She goes off on a tangent. She starts getting sad about things. Yeah. She's a lonely woman. She's a lonely woman. She is a lonely woman. Okay, so what else do we got? Well... We've got her life stuff. Let's go to our favorite moments. Favorite moments. Okay. Favorite oh. moments. So, Sonia came in Sorry with about a the rustling of the papers there. Season three. And it's yeah, season it like three. Halfway through, right? I took her seriously. I really enjoyed her. I was like, she's smart. She's got it. She was perfect on Scary Island. And then something happened to her season four. So, my first moment for her is season four, episode two, entitled March Madness. Around the seven-minute oh, mark. This is the... Marriage equality event. Oh, that yeah. Alex McCord claims she wedding basically... Dresses. She was on the board of. They were wearing wedding dresses there. Sonia is the grand marshal. Are you ringing? And... <laughs> vibrating, sorry. Is that me? No, that was me. Sonia is the grand marshal, and part of her condition for giving a speech at this event is that no one else from the show can speak. And Alex and Simon lose it. They lose their minds. They lose it on her. Like, please, please just give permission for Simon to speak. Why does Simon want to speak? I mean, relevancy. We just, it's so important for marriage equality. And she's so nervous and she's sitting there. This woman, this is where I realize she's a little bit cray. Has zero speech prepared. She just wings it. Yeah. Totally biffs it in the end. I remember that. I did a rewatch of this one. And you just would have thought she was... She says, like, love is love and, lo- and things like that, which is which is great, but it's really about the... No real message. The legislation. No real message. Very... It was the first sign of the crack in the Sonia armor for me where I was like, man, she's just really unprepared all the time, isn't she? I remember Alex saying, it's not about love, Sonia. It's about the right to marry. It's about marriage. And did Sonia hear her? No. She just said love is love. Love is love. Yeah. She just went up there and did her feelings. What's one of your favorite moments? Oh, gosh. I also, I'm coming in hot with season four. So Season four was a Sonia season. I think I've got two from there. So, okay. So season four... Episode 11 is called Debt Becomes Her. And it's where we really first learn about her horrendous financial situation. And I really felt sorry for her this episode. This is when all of the ladies got home from Morocco. And it came out in all of the New York papers, the journals, the post, whatever, about her debt. And I really, I I felt bad for her. This is so embarrassing and unfortunate. She invested money in a movie with her ex-husband. She ended up having to settle the debt somehow because it was Sonya Productions. The movie never got made. She thought Mel Gibson was going to be attached to the movie. You know, I have a, I have a, I have the name of the movie. 
I have the name of the movie. I'm so sorry. I have it. Hmm. Don't know where I put it. Like, but, like all things, these things with Sonia are always unclear. Okay, so a little bit more about what happens. Everyone's trying to give her advice. They're going to a focus group for Jill Zarin's shapewear line, Squeeze. This is pre-yummy tummy. Pre-yummy tummy. So they go into this squeeze thing, and instead of actually doing this viewing, Jill comes up and, how are you doing? And tries to act like she is feeling sorry for her, but basically gives it to her. How could you get yourself in this situation? Makes her feel bad about it. Sonia's crying. And it's just so sad. This is just one of those things that happens to rich people who have enough money to fund a movie and then they don't. She takes all of the comments that Jill has that are coming at her with so much grace, so much poise, states everything matter of fact. She doesn't hide a word of it. She doesn't say she doesn't want to talk about it. She wears it all on her sleeve. I'm really proud of her for it. This was a really bad situation. In her confessionals, you know, she says she, she doesn't have the advice of big business experts anymore, and she's fighting against them. And she's trusted the wrong people in her life. I believe she's done that so many times. I believe she has too. She says she's heartbroken in her confessionals. And she cries. And she says her only goal at all is to maintain her home. Because at this point in time, her daughter is in fourth grade. And she has not gone off to boarding school yet. So she wants that townhouse. She got multiple homes though, didn't she? Didn't she get a house in Telluride? She got a Telluride and And she got a Rantoul. And I believe that is how she settled this debt, is that she sold off both of those homes to the bank and they paid off the debt, the judgment. So, But she just claims that she's fighting to keep this house. And I just think it's a really big theme. It's a she's vulnerable She's very moment. honest about her nasty bits, you know, like her moments that some other people, like a Kyle Richards maybe, or something would completely hide. And not how many housewives have we known that have been in debt, and we we don't oh, so many we don't know hello about Orange it. County, and they don't admit it. So, yeah, that's that that one I think is just a great I moment like of honesty for her. I am gonna go. I'm gonna do one more season four, and you guys, there are season so four was many so good. I, I recommend so the many written down. I just it's She's great. So it. hard to pick. It's so hard. So this one is from season four, episode five, follow pecking orders. This is around the 29 minute mark. She has her very first toaster party party <sighs> with Luann and Kelly. And she is going to make for them some fish and asparagus in the toaster oven. <laughs> Do we know what kind of fish oh. was it? Well, let's go. She, she's cooked for royalty. She's cooked for the Churchill's. In St. Tropez. So. In the toaster oven. In, in the toaster oven. Everyone knows her for her toaster oven cooking. She made, I don't know what kind of fish. It looked like cod. Probably. And asparagus in the toaster oven. Do they enjoy it? They say they do in the end. Luann was being very <laughs> bossy. There was a whole incident. Sonia wasn't washing her hands quite right, right away. And Luann was calling her out on that. <laughs> but in the end, they seemed to like the toaster oven food. I can't imagine the smell of fish in a toaster oven. I cook fish in my toaster oven. I'm a big fan. Oh, okay. It's it's great to broil a piece of salmon in it, and you get that creamy center. I just said creamy center. Um, 
<laughs> I will tell you. Okay, so I watched a YouTube video the other day because I I had remembered that she had these videos online about what she cooks. She really wanted to have like a toaster oven cooking oh, show. I think she had a newsletter about toaster oven recipes. So it was the most insane thing. She said she was. This is was her daughter and her friend's favorite thing to cook, and it's her famous chicken parmesan. This is what she did in the toaster oven. She and, and she also mentions in this YouTube video that. You can just buy the cheapest toaster oven on the market. You don't need to buy the most expensive one with the bells and whistles. And even if you buy that one, you'll have to replace it every five or six years anyway. So just get the cheaper one. So she goes into a huge thing about the tinfoil lining and everything. She puts the chicken in. She basically gets a Newman's own marinara, drowns the chicken in that, and puts a bagged mozzarella shredded on top. I mean, that's delicious. That's not chicken parmesan, though. But well, she acts like she's cooking a gourmet meal. It's chicken parmesan-esque. It's sort of. <laughs> so that that's a good rewatch, too. So anything else about the toaster oven? I mean, Do you cook in a toaster oven? I'm an air fryer kind of girl myself. Yeah. I have both, but I really do like the toaster oven. People, you're either a toaster oven person or you're I just would have, I would have purchased hers. I would have purchased hers, too. I would have. It's just it's such a missed opportunity. Or just a fraud. She didn't want to do it. She could have been in Bed Bath and Beyond. Okay, so I've got another season four. I mean, let's just do the whole. The, the whole season is great. The whole Watch season, season is four great. if you want to learn about Sonia. Okay, so we have this episode, and and the re- honestly, why I picked my moments that are her, they're not all super shocking, crazy moments for Sonia. My moments are things that kind of like help define who she has been to us. We all know which the, is the dead moments, the divorce. Parts of her that she has introduced us to. There's mm-hmm. a lot she hasn't. But um, things that go into the reasons why we love her. And a lot of it's her honesty and her kindness and her supporting of the arts and her flaws. So what's your well. moment? Okay, so it's season four, episode 14, and it's called Burlesque is More. Now, we see Sonia do burlesque several times throughout the years. And this is the very first time she does burlesque for us such a chaotic moment so, for her oh but it was it ended up really good she talks about how much she's always loved burlesque i think there was a burlesque revival going on around this time very 2011 yeah. yeah very yeah so this event is held at hotel empire in manhattan and sonia is dressed like a white swan from swan lake ah. she's got a headpiece on feathers Chris March does her outfit. We see him coming in a, a few times. He's made her a few things. God rest. Was he on Project Runway? He was on Project Runway. He did okay. very well. I loved Chris March. Is he still around? Unclear. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he comes. He does her outfit. Everyone at this party comes in wearing feathers. I mean, Jill has feathers in her hair. Uh, this this whole performance was kind of like a play, poem, performance, all in one. She. It's about herself. It rhymes. She has some person, Tina, doing this with her who's dressed as a black swan. Um, I would say no one really got it at first. No one really understood. They all just looked there. These Upper East Side women looked with, like, shock shock in their face. Then they ended up really warming up to it. So the alcohol kicked in. And the alcohol kicked in. Um, she really did a huge play on her financial situation in the show. She really talked about her bankruptcy and 
just the hard times that she's going through, and it came out in the art. And I think that... She told her poetry through. Everyone ended up loving it in the end, even Jill. And Ramona's quote was, she took my breath away. She took my breath away. Aww. Ramona's actually always very supportive. I think Ramona's a very good friend to Sonia. Overall, I think this is where we learn about Sonia being a fun person. A fun friend. She doesn't care. She's she's whimsical. She uses performance and art, quote unquote, to as a coping mechanism for what she's as going through. It comes mechanism. out. It's a coping mechanism, and we know she's long been a supporter of various art firms, LGBTQ. She loves to say that she's on the boards of all these things. I'd like she to know how it. many boards she's actually on. Well, they're listed. Several of them are listed on SoniaProductions.com. Or Sonia I, we need to cross-reference those. If we were... There's some friends of something. There's, there's some things on there, for sure. So that's... I, I really like this one. It's the first time we see her... Burlesque first of many forms of art that she... I mean, she's doing one-women shows now. She did the, the Broadway, off-Broadway sex tips for... Straight women from a gay man. She did, you know, and this she's, is the first. And currently she's on tour right now with... Yeah, yeah. she's a one-woman show. Dorinda and Luann and Dave Quinn. Oh, she's doing that too. And Sorry. Her questions. That's different from Sonia in your city. This show is her brand. Let's face facts. She really wants to be a brand, but her brand is New York. Would you go see her if she came? Would you buy me the ticket? Or do I have yeah, to pay for my ticket? I'd go ticket? see her. I, would I mean, see. I saw, we saw Luann. Well, Luann was great life. I thought Luann was great. Anyway... Luann's for another day. But that is, that's what I've got for that. All right. I'm going to jump ahead to season 11, episode four. There is, around the six and a half minute mark. There is a paper magazine party for Sonia. She's got a killer fashion spread in it. She looks absolutely beautiful. She's They're on paper? A, she's was she the paper one that was magazine. also on like Latina Beauty? She was in Latina Beauty, and nobody could figure out how she was on that. I, I think it, she was she's what, a supporter. She was half of that. She was beauty. She is certainly not Latina. I'm sorry. I almost spit, I, I almost spit out my champagne. Sorry, Kava. She... <laughs> the most expensive Kava for Sonia. Um, <laughs> she comes in looking at this party. She looks like the most gorgeous version ever of Donatella Versace Only Wishes. Ooh. In a leopard dress, she had this long, straight hair. She looked hot. It's in the beginning episodes of the season. Luann and Dorinda aren't speaking at this time. They're all there at this party celebrating. And all of a sudden, it's six and a half minutes. Some woman who looks Literally, I thought it was Victoria de Lesseps, but not that. Look <laughs> like Victoria de Lesseps. I'm screaming from the top. Sonia, can I come and kiss you? Sonia said, sure. Come down. And she chose to give her a kiss. And this woman plants a kiss on Sonia for, I would say, a solid 10 to 12 seconds. Just plants it on her. I'm sure she loved it. She stops the kiss. Sonia steps back goes, Oh my God. And then they just kiss again for like a good solid 15 seconds while they're all watching. Tinsley, Bethany, Luann are just agog. Be cool. Be cool. Then this woman just stops, walks away, never to be seen again. Now that is a baller moment. Yeah. A drive-by Frenching. A drive-by Frenching. I like that moment too. I bet Sonia's a good kisser. 
I think she probably is. But I also think Sonia talks so much about sex and her sex life that I believe she just watches TV in bed. You know what? I do too. And I, I know that like one of my moments and one of my reasons that I really like her is that I think she was one of the first housewives that we have had that spoke a lot about being sex positive and being divorced and and having one night stands and going out with several men and she's got this one in this city and this one in that city. But at the end of the day, I don't do think she, I think she's, she's a lot she's of talk. Lot, she's a lot of talk. Do we think she's actually getting like laid that much? I don't think so. I don't I think, think she wants maybe not to. At all. I don't either. And I think that's okay too. There's the shot they constantly show of her. She's on her bed. She looks beautiful. She's oh, with got the tiara? glasses, a tiara, a remote. Her bed is her island. And that's all she, that's, that's, that's what we got. Is. That's what she got. I believe it too. Come lay in bed with me, Ramona. Hang out. Let's watch a show. Do you think she'll ever be in another significant relationship in her life with a man or a woman or someone? I want that for her because I think she wants that. She wants that sort of companionship. Does she though? I think she thinks she wants it, but I think at this point she's very independent. She's very independent, but I think she wants... But is she? She surrounds herself with people all the time and interns and, well... Oh God, the interns, Pickles. Pickles. My favorite of her interns. Oh, great. Okay, so my last moment that I picked was really, I, I knew I was going to pick this. Okay. Before I even went back and watched it. And it's, actually, I don't know what the title of this one is. I just called it Sonia's Facialist. Oh. Season 6, episode 14. And, and a, an episode where she really talks about being sex positive. So... Oh, and another thing I wanted to say about her workers, her interns, her vendors, these are the people that she considers her friends. The people, yes, the, the paid help. The paid help. Or unpaid help, because you're an intern. She does Correct. not pay those. Those are not paid interns. And that goes with her facialist, Sadako Yamakazi. Okay. Yamazaki. Sorry. So, San, Sonia, Sonia, San. As, Sonia with a sexy J. Right. Was having Kristen Takeman over. To her house to have like afternoon facials on her balcony or something. So when Kristen shows up though, there's no Sonia. She's not there. So the interns let her in. And we learn that Lady Morgan has spent the night in the company of a man somewhere with somewhere within walking distance because it, it seems like she walked home. She did the walk of shame. Walk of shame. So she comes in wearing like a oversized men's t-shirt and, and jeans and with a bag with her whatever dress from last night. She's got a Yankees ball cap. It's very sex in the city. Very sex in the city. She does a walk of shame home, she, which she calls a victory lap. I actually she, like that. No she says she's shame. a bit hungover. Wait a second. No more walk, walk of shame's victory lap. Victory lap. She said, I consider it a victory lap. I have lap. no shame. So she says she's a bit hungover and they went all night. See, lies. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <No>. <laughs> so Sonico has has started doing Kristen's cake takeman's facial when Sonia walks in and starts like eating fruit and drinking water and, and gossiping with them. Oh Sadako She's not loved really a good quite session. ready. So Sadako starts doing um, doing the facial on Kristen and then she says that she hears things from other clients about Sonia being seen on the street corner somewhere nearby in the company of some guy with long hair. Hmm. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadako also says something to the effect of that Sonia has slept with Carol's. So is she talking about Adam? No. 
Russ. Was that the guy who was in a band? It was like Bon Jovi or something. Something like that. And it's like she paid Sadako to put this information out there because she oh. thought it was going to fly and you go somewhere. Know. I don't think we've really heard about it since. Sonia calls page six. She absolutely does. Constantly. So she talks about that. And it's like, yeah, she wanted Sadako to reveal this, but didn't want to say it herself. Anyway, she continues the gossip by saying she hears things about Luann. All the while, she's rubbing Kristen Takeman's face with some kind of oils. And she says Luann's favorite type of men are short with a thick French accent. I mean, hey, listen, let's not shame Jacques. I mean, Jacques. I love Jacques. I mean, everyone's short compared to Luann, right? This is true. She's a giant. So I don't know who we think. Is this the pirate? Is this is this Jacques at this point in this time? This is no yet? one. This is what Sonia just tells her to say. Say yeah. this on screen. So and then she also says that Luann, she's heard Luann likes to be in charge of a man in bed. Okay. Go, <laughs> go Luann. I think great. But they begin talking about, then they begin talking about placenta masks and they move on from the gossip. But it's a really funny moment. And I think it's one of those things that we have her doing little talks with her hired help. And her vendors, and it's you it's know Sadako didn't get a dime for this. It's how we learn about it. And I tell you what, I follow Sadako on Instagram now. She's a very nice life. Oh, I believe it. International lifestyle facialist. She got paid to be. She didn't get paid from Sonia, but like your payment is you get to be on the show. This one is worth a rewatch, definitely. Season six, episode fourteen. They're all worth it, re- and these are just like some of the moments that we got, you guys. These I are mean, just some. There was an overwhelming amount. I, I couldn't. Pick. There, I picked like six Sonia moments, and then there were. I just had to go with I some had, that I thought defined kind of a the type of person that she is. I really think she almost deserves like a Sonya's Best Moments oh, episode at some point. I agree. Down the line. Okay, so... Burning questions? This leads us to burning questions. Burning questions. So many. My first question is, who the hell is Sonia Morgan? Agree. I'm telling you, Hard you guys, agree. if anyone can find information, like Jesus, where the hell was she until her 33rd year? <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't know any other way to describe it. Like there's she is nothing. the original Anna Delvey. She is <laughs> she. Guys, I gotta say, I love Sonia. She's Anna Delvey. She's a con artist. I, I agree. This girl, and also Sonia Morgan is lucky. She's oh, she's a lucky, lucky, lucky person. She's down on luck. This or that. This woman is lucky. Is there anything genuine about her? What's genuine about her? What is genuine about her? Her nose. Oh, I love her nose. I, I totally do too. Agree. I'm so glad she never touched She's it. She's done a her bit face. with fillers in her face now, but who? I you know I, what? I don't shade that. No judge. No judgment. But, but she, I think she's love a good. She's do you think she's nose. a good mother? Yes, I do too. Yes, I love. I love that she kept that Quincy out of the spotlight. Quincy finally she just seems went summa public. cum laude, um, loud, loud, whatever you call it. She Quincy just went public on our Instagram within the past year. That girl she's beautiful. is beautiful. She's a stunner. She just moved to LA, but I think she did a really good job as a mother because of the fact that she kept things private. She kept things private. She knew to just make it about she her. She made sure she got educated. She didn't even talk about her once. And you know what? She that, said my daughter every once in a while. She's but. so entertaining. Bravo normally won't have you on the show if you're not going to film your family personal life. Agreed. And they were like, you know what? We just want you anyway. You know what? Yeah. And I never I never felt like that was a part that was missing. She had so much else, other things to give. What other burning questions do you have about Sonia? Oh, Jesus. Um... 
Will she come out with a non-alcoholic cocktail? No. Like Luann? No. She's drinking. I don't think she's... I don't think she wants these businesses. She really doesn't want it. She just wants to talk about it and promote herself on the show. The show is her business. That is her life. The show is her business. Oh, here. I found it. Sorry. About the the movie. Okay. Remember when I said I couldn't find it? Okay, so when she filed for bankruptcy after the divorce, it was years after the split... John admitted to owing her $3 million still in settlement, but claimed he was destitute. So he never actually paid what he owed her from the divorce. So all of his money is in some island, some Cayman Island something. And the separation was around the time that they jointly were financing the movie Fast Flash to Bang Time. What the hell is that? That sounds direct to video. That sounds it, like a Randall Emmett production. It does. It sounds like a, a great porn or something. Fast Flash to what? Bang Time. It does sound like a porn. And that Mel Gibson was going to... He got the script for Fast Flash to Bang Time and was like, yes? Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. It was good. We'll take it. So... Huh. She's kind of a name dropper. Oh, kind of a name dropper. Are you kidding me? Kind of a name dropper? Madonna and John John? Madonna and John John. I know the prime... The premiere of wherever... Uh, Turkey and all of it. She knows everyone. Do you think that she really does? No. I think she was at a party where John John and Madonna were at coincidentally, and that's suddenly like I partied on a yacht with them. Any other burning questions? So many burning questions for me. Do you think a production likes her? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I think she's easy to work with. She's not mean to the producers or anything. She gives them what they want. Do you think she's a good tipper? No. I don't think she goes out unless other people are paying and she knows it. Anna Delvey. There was an episode where... Oh, it was um. Who was on? Who was the season four one hit wonder? What was her name with the twins? Oh, the Vajaz, the Vajazling. I just watched that. She was sick as a dog. They were going clothes shopping, and then I I could picture her face. She was going to take her to Le Cirque for lunch, and she couldn't go to Le Cirque, and Sonia was livid. I want Le Cirque for lunch. Yeah. Can we just do that? Yeah. Sorry, she had something all screaming her name at us right now. I apologize. She, I know. she doesn't go out unless she knows it's being comped. And she so had, yeah. She's not a good tipper. Well, and just because of that fact, I guess, because she doesn't tip because she doesn't pay. How do you think she puts her, like, how do you think she gets her interns is a burning question of mine. Is a Craigslist ad? Does she go to, like, maybe FIT and put out, like, something on, like, a newsletter? I think. I what think- kind of credit do you get for interning for Sonia Morgan? Because I think you should get immediate graduate school I degree. think it's something like, they probably call it like personal assistant for a famous person, which people do in LA all the time. They do it everywhere. But like a house manager type of a role. And it's they she, maybe she's getting people in like the family and consumer sciences Talk department. about a thankless job. Can you imagine being her intern? Do you think she treats them well? I think she I think she gives them nice holiday bonuses and maybe a massage every once in a while. I think maybe she gives them the freebies she gets from like when people send her yeah. things on Instagram like a swag bag, a swag bag. Now, I think she's like you work for me and you can put this on your resume, you're welcome. I don't. Well, also, but also working for a Bravo a Bravo personality is something. Yes. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. And if you survived Sonia Morgan so, boot camp, that's pretty easy to figure out, but I don't 
I don't know how, why she has so many of them. Do you think she actually does? No, I think it's like a you get you're signed in for three months. You're a semester. It's, or like you get the seven semester. to two shift, and someone else gets the three to ten. Something like that. I know if my daughter came to me and said she was going to be interning for Sonia Morgan, I don't know that I would let her. Oh, I think I would be proud. <laughs> Get in the townhome. Do you think she votes? Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. I think she'll say she votes. I don't think she actually... Certainly she's not voting in primaries. No. Or mayor. No. Ooh. I don't know. I'm going to say yes. But I think I, she I'm actually sure goes find that and out. votes. I think she goes and votes. I think she's a bit she's a bit old fashioned, so she probably goes in person. I would like to think she votes because everybody should vote, but I don't know that. I think it just maybe if it's easy and around. Is she on your Mount Rushmore? Where is she in my Mount Rushmore? Or is she even on your Mount Rushmore? Oof. I would say that she probably wasn't originally. But now, having rewatched so many moments, and these are just the tip of the iceberg, I think that she might be. She might be on my Mount Rushmore of housewives. You know? Is she on yours? I don't know. I feel... I have very strange people on mine, I think. So. Uh, me too. I have such peaks and valleys with Sonya. There's things that I truly love about her, but there's things that she's very... She's a very frustrating character to me. She is, and her storyline got, like, so tired there in the end. In the last few seasons, it was like, I get it, you're drinking. I get it, you're drunk. No one wants you to come anywhere. They're afraid you'll be embarrassing. They're afraid you'll throw a fit. They're afraid you'll cry about the Morgan letters. They're afraid of this. And it got a little bit, I didn't pick any of those moments. She just started becoming a character of herself. Notice, correct. Neither of us picked any of these drunken falling down, losing a tooth. And I have them on a list. I have them on a list too. They were in her teeth. We we endured them. But I wanted more things of where like we learned little little things about Softer moments. Softer moments of Sonia and about her tragedies that have happened to her, which, you know, her. She would love to think her life is a Greek tragedy. I think it might be. I you know what? I think a girl coming from Albany with a single mom and three other siblings, allegedly. Do you think she talks to her her family? I think so. I think she does. I think she does. I, I think, think she she's, just keeps them private. She's, she does. And I really, really think that that is a good feature of her. Do you think Sonia would ask you questions about yourself? Yes. How do you think you're doing? Absolutely. And listen to the answer. I think she genuinely cares about other people. I do. I agree with that. Yeah. Not such a Ramona. Does that get us into like maybe yeah, rose, sure, rose, and, rose thorn. and thorn time? Yeah, what's your rose and thorn? What's your rose? What's your I think first? that my rose... Should we call them rose and thorn? Rose and thorn! <laughs> yes. What's your rose and thorn? My rose is that I think she is genuinely a kind person. Yes. And that she is a seeker of always trying to be a little bit better. A little bit. She's got her health and wellness journey. She's got her that's a good candle, rose. Her yoga retreats. My rose is she's joyful. She can be she really joyful. Funny. Two drinks. Sonia is the best. She's kind a of fun Sonya. friend. She's a fun friend. She's and you the anti Heather Dubrow. She's not judgy. No, not at all. She's not. She's she genuinely let your, kind. She's let yeah. your freak flag fly. Yeah, agree. That is my rose of Sonia. What about what? the thorn? 
She's so scatterbrained. Yeah. You can't get her off the hamster wheel. She just, when she, I, I'm in PR. I promote people and this and that. And when she's sort of trying to, when you're trying to break through and help Sonia, Sonia's someone that probably could do with a little bit of therapy that she might not have done the work. I hope she goes. I hope she's in process of the work because she's certainly a seeker in other ways. She's, but she's more like, like a, she she's goes. a green juice seeker. She's a yoga retreat seeker. She's Miraval seeker. Fair. She's okay, not really so, cutting down to the truth with her. My thorn is similar. Mm-hmm. Is that she? Her attention span is zero. Yeah, like goldfish. She, she's a goldfish. She's looking around. She knows like a little bit about a lot of things, but not a lot about one thing. Oh, that leads me into one of my favorite chirons that I've come up with. For oh Sonya. yeah, we got to do our chirons. Uh, I only th- could think of one, and it was like right flying off the handle. But I'm sure you have more chirons. I have a couple. Sonia Morgan, jack of all trades, master of none. Ooh, I probably will pick that one. Sonia Morgan, toaster oven of the town. I'm sorry if everyone just heard that I poured some more kava. Please. Like Sonia Morgan, no judging. Hmm. Also, my other Chiron for her, Lady Morgan living in the past. Ooh. She can't let go of those memories. She cannot let go of the Morgan letters. That leads me into my one Chiron that what I can was think your of. One and it is simply Stam. Stam. What it stands for? Sonia Tremont Adams Morgan. And it's what she has on her towels in her townhome. She has that embroidered. We on can almost her hand towels in her bathroom. Those giant, remember those giant napkins that she had in her She has stamp on those napkins too. <laughs> Pillowcases. And she has them on her French soled shoes. I, that is her. Sonia so, Tremont Adams Morgan. It so says it all. We should, we should combine those. Which one is your favorite of mine? Tell me the first one again. Master of None. The one, the Master okay, of None. Okay, so it would be Stam dash Jack of All Trades, Master, master of, of None. none. Yes. There's yes! the ultimate Chiron for Sonia Morgan. And there you have it, guys. We have there completed you have it. probably just Cheers. part one of Sonia Morgan. Oh, I could have gone through. lovely having this kava with you. So many moments of Sonia. Truly. I truly recommend going back. And, you know, in her epilogue. And watching some of these episodes. Because, honestly, season four and five are peak New York. I think a lot of that is because of Sonia. Turks and Caicos, her Mexico trip, all of it. Aviva calls she and Ramona white trash, quite frankly. I love it. We could not name all the moments. And her epilogue right now is semi-unclear. She's going to be on the new Rugged. She's going to be on it. Ultimate Girls Trip, which will be the rebranded legacy. And she's got Welcome to Crappy Lake. And Rapid Welcome to Crappy Lake. And she's clawing at everything she can do right now to make money. And that's fine. And good on her. Good on her. And hopefully Sonia the wave, baby. lives happily ever after. We'll see you yes. next week, guys. Bye. Thank Cheers. you so much. Cheers.